0: Anything Combat with Johnny K. It's Anything Combat though. Welcome back, combatants to the Anything Combat show, where we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K, and today we're joined by UFC Welterweight. He's on a seven-fight win streak, five-fight um, KO streak, he fought in Bellator, fought in Dana White Contender Series. Now he's in the UFC. He's undefeated in all three organizations. Please welcome Billy Ray Goff. How are you today, Billy? Fantastic. How are you, my man? I'm good. So let's jump straight into it. You kind of fucked yourself somehow. You got injured. What did you do to yourself with this car situation we were talking about?
1: It. What happened? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I um I uh I bought my mom after the fight. Um. I used my money to buy my mom a new car. Um, and I was gonna surprise her with it, but two hours after taking it off the lot, I uh fucking rear-ended a somebody on the highway you're joking how fast were you going i don't know exactly uh probably like 65 or 70 Uh, oh my god holy shit did you go to the hospital yeah so uh, they were at a dead stop um they were um um it was it was a trooper um but so they were at a dead stop and uh, I just, I, it, it must, I, just, I don't remember, I don't remember what happened. Like, I don't remember the accident. Um, I didn't get knocked out, but I didn't, like, my memory's gone. Um, I remember, like, looking over the side of the road um, as I was coming over the bridge. Um, and I, instead of looking forward and then looking down at whatever the fuck I was looking at, I must have just went straight down and then looked up at the last second and slammed on my brakes and then... Boom, hit him. And I kind of hit him like offset. So it was only the front right side that hit him. So I hit him and spun out, hit two more cars and then hit the guardrail on the other side. And um, yeah, and I guess I didn't know this until until afterwards. um, But I took myself out of the vehicle and laid down on the side of the road uh, in the grass. Um, And then the next thing, like I didn't remember any of that. I have a vague memory of looking up, seeing the car before I hit it. Um, and then the next thing I remember was waking, like coming to with EMT standing above me. Dude, that is the most
0: fucking feral story I've ever heard. So do you have any, like, a, what are you doing for
1: recovery right now? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm. There there is none. Uh, I, I was very miraculously. Okay. Um, CT You're scan, joking. Nah, CT scan, uh, said that there was no, no brain damage whatsoever. Uh, no, no concussion, nothing. Which doesn't make much sense, since I don't remember anything.
0: Yeah, uh, you don't remember anything. That's what I was gonna ask. So, like, why do you think that is? Is that more of a shock thing?
1: Who knows? Uh, could it could be shock? Could be could be a slight concussion? Could um, I don't know. Um, but uh, and funny thing is, is I used to not, and I do now all the time. But I used to not wear my seatbelt that often. Uh, yeah, me but, neither. Um, Ah, uh, you should, because I was, and it saved my life. Um, the, would that you have the gone work. straight through the glass? Oh yeah, absolutely. I would have fucking gone straight out that thing. Um, but yeah, my like my arm was all cut up. Like I still have one cut that's actually infected right now from it.
0: Um, You've got to like, cut where the knife is. isn't, isn't that fucking ironic?
1: Yeah. Um, and then I like my knuckles were all my hand was a little cut up. Um, my knees were um my back honestly was the worst of it and my back still hurts a little bit now but i can like i'm, I'm training a 100 percent. like i'm hitting it hard i'm not in camp so i'm not hitting it as hard as i could be i'm not like doing everything i should be i'm not lifting as much as i should be mostly because i'm super busy with shrink wrapping um and just yeah fucking working
0: why aren't you full-time MMA? I got a mortgage. (laughs) I got bills. I was going to, I was going to fucking, I was going to fucking ask you a question about, um, the, there's something. Yeah, here we go. I remembered it. I I forgot about, I remembered it. Okay. So is there a new mythical
1: fighter now? Is there car crash Billy (laughs) Goff? Uh, I don't think that's up for me to decide. I think that's up for the community to decide. I don't get to decide the mythical fighters. Uh, but it could be. We'll see. We'll see how I come back. If, if Like, if I come back and I like, get fucked up, then it's like, all right, that was a difficult fighter. Let's not get in another accident. <laughs> um, One thing that
0: I found funny was that when Abu Dhabi, when all the fights got replaced with Usman stepping in and Volk stepping in, this is the first time in the MMA community that no one's complaining.
1: Yeah, well, so I mean, I, would... actually, I just heard somebody today complaining about... Um, Talking shit about Paula Costa pulling out and Charles Abbe are pulling out. So those people are I would say are complaining, but not really complaining. They're more talking shit, not complaining.
0: Yeah, um, you know you know what I mean? Like this is the first yeah, time that people are actually happy. What do you think about the replacements?
1: It's a great move. I really hope I hope both people who replace them win. I hope Usman and Volk win. Do
0: you think Usman like does crafty veteranship kind of gases Hamza in the first and second, and then kind of beats him up in the third to win a decision. No, I see Usman putting him out. You're joking. You see them getting into a slugfest, and then Usman just punching his lights out.
1: No, nope. I think Usman. I don't think it's gonna be a slugfest because Usman doesn't really do that that much. I mean, he did with Kobe, uh, but that's because Kobe was such a high level. I think Hamza's wrestling's not that good compared to Usman's. Because um, Usman's just on another level. Like, wrestling D1 is not the same as wrestling in uh, whatever wh- fucking Sweden. <laughs> it's not. The same. in Sweden, shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think Hamzat's uh, wrestling is anywhere near uh, Usman's. And I think um, Hamzat's striking isn't even as good as Usman's. And I don't think Usman's striking is the best in the world. Um, I think the biggest advantages for Hamzat is. That he's tall, he's got the length on him. Um, well, I actually don't know if he has reach advantage because Usman's got long long arms, um, but he's got the height advantage. Uh, he's younger, he's healthier. He's uh, he's probably a little bit heavier. I don't think he's stronger because Usman looks strong as shit. Um, but we'll see. Um, I, but yeah, I think Usman finishes. Usman's a very smart fighter, and I think he'll probably he has a game plan. He'll probably set something up. Um, and put him out.
0: The reason that I disagree a little bit with what you're saying is that Hamza still has that submission chain grappling system. You know what I mean? His his Chechnyan and Caucasus region wrestling is more favoured to a judo and a submission-based grappling system, whilst um, Kamaru is more, as you said, D1, so he would be more control time, meaning that if they get into a jiu-jitsu exchange, Dude, there's somebody with a severe, severe um, um, advantage over Usman, and that would be Chamayev, which was proven in Leon Edwards because Edwards has better jiu-jitsu than Usman, and we saw consistently that whenever it hit the mat and it was straight a BJJ uh, exchange, uh, Leon Leon was defensively sound, uh, was offensively sound when he put Usman in a chokehold, and dude, if you let if you let Hamza in any of those positions.
1: Um, Hamzat can get the sub easily. Mm, I'm not sure about that. I agree with you that Hamzat has good jiu-jitsu, um, but how good is his jiu-jitsu? Like, com- why didn't he? If he had such good jiu-jitsu, why didn't he use it against Gilbert Burns? Because Gilbert Burns is a fantastic jiu-jitsu player, and so... Gilbert Burns when <laughs> he use it against Usman, um, and. Edwards has great jiu-jitsu, great wrestling, great strike in all of it, and Usman's one of the best in the world, uh, not Usman, um, Edwards is one of the best in the world, and he couldn't finish uh, Usman with anything, Um, I mean the head kick, uh, but submission-wise he couldn't, so yeah, it's definitely a threat, I would say, like most wrestlers, uh, like people who are more wrestling heavy, uh, like Colby Covington, I would imagine too, like they aren't, they don't put out a lot of submissions and a lot of jiu-jitsu because that's not how they want to fight. They don't want to pull back for an armbar. They don't want to pull back for a triangle. Um, they'll catch some sometimes. They'll grab some here and there when it presents itself. But they'd rather smash you and hold you down and make you tired. But they still have, a, because of their wrestling and their understanding of the grappling, they have a very high level defense rate, but not a great offense rate.
0: Totally agree. One fighter that did that really well was Demetrius Johnson. So he would go, <laughs> he would go for the subs off the fact that he had the striking exchanges on the ground. So he would wrestle, get the control time, then ground and pound him. And the second they showed an arm or or tried to either put him in, in a position where they needed to run away, that's when he would get the sub. He yeah. he did this to Wilson Hayes really well when he round a pound him with elbows, Wilson had his arm out to stop the strikes, and then he armbarred him immediately. Right? Mm-hmm. I think I think that grappling system is a superior grappling system. And I'm of the belief that Hamzat Chemaev has that understanding of grappling, which was proven in um Kevin Holland, I would say, because what, you you disagree? You
1: finish, finish yeah, I do disagree, but finish what you're saying. I apologize.
0: So with with Hamzat, right? he's he's positionally sound when it comes to his subs i would say because he he was ragdolling kevin trying to get him into a position where he could get a choke off and then it, it the gas showed itself uh in a position and he jumped on it immediately now you were talking about gilbert burns how he didn't use his jiu-jitsu against gilbert now gilbert in my opinion is up there with the top 3 best BJJ in all of um, MMA so there's no reason to do that with Gilbert it's how you're supposed to fight the the particular match now Hamzat took down Gilbert when he was when he was in a position of danger instead of going I'm going to grapple with Gilbert consistently when he was when he entered that danger that's when he started grappling So it was was a dumb style for Hamzat to take for that match. But it was still proven that he could take Gilbert down, could control him in the clinch when he got in those positions. So even though Gilbert's grappling is amazing, Hamzat could still do it. Now, I would say, just to retract what I said before about Demetrius, nobody can do what Demetrius did. So I would say that Hamzat can't do it like that. But I would say when it comes to Usman, dude, Usman doesn't have a fucking guard. Usman doesn't have half guard, side control. He doesn't have any of those positions. He's, he's a wrestling top position, top mount, not even like, like let me hold you down,
1: right? If Hamzat's in those is positions... Because, he- is that because Usman has never been put in those positions or because Usman doesn't choose to go to those positions? Because I haven't seen Usman on bottom half or bottom guard because he just doesn't get put. He doesn't get taken down, really.
0: I really like his base. When Colby went to take him down in the second fight, he kind of did a sprawl slash spin move and he transitioned to the top where he was in um, a sprawl position where where Colby's head was down and Usman was over the top. So even when somebody went to grapple with him, he transitions very well in those positions. And nobody wants to shoot on him because... um, it's a, you know what I mean? Like, like in that position where you shoot a double leg at him, he already, he's seen it a million times. You're not going to get it. He's got like a 97% uh, takedown defense rate. The only person to take him down, as you know, is Leon Edwards. And that position, you're supposed to take him down from clinch grappling systems, right? Now, Hamza, dude, he's the judo player. That means he'll be able to do that in his, in the clinch positions. He'll get he can get Usman down if they're in the clinch. If he goes for a double leg, I don't think he gets it.
1: No, but if he the other thing too is though, if he enters the clinch, if he goes for the clinch, you're opening yourself up for doubles. You're opening yourself up for throws and trips, which Usman excels in as well. Um so entering the range of to where he could take him down, he's putting he's making it um he's giving giving openings to Usman, which I think Usman's gonna capitalize on. Um Hamza has ways to win, but I don't like you said, Demetrius Johnson has a very well rounded then the person that's why I think Demetrius Johnson is the GOAT. Um the but he has a very well rounded game. He can strike into his grappling, he can grapple and uh into his striking, he can his jujitsu and his wrestling is balanced, he knows when to use one and when not to. Um which most people don't know how to do and can't do. Um because like you said, like when Hamza fought Gilbert Burns, he shot shot for a takedown when in danger, which isn't the only time you should be shooting for a takedown. You should be setting up your takedown so that you can start using your takedowns for fakes. So you can start threatening the takedown to where now you have to worry about that and you have to respect it. Shooting in for it only in danger means that um, when you can't handle the striking, you're gonna go to grappling. So if somebody starts beating you in the grappling in the striking, and they're prepared for you to go to the grappling, you're going to lose the grappling too, especially if they're a better grappler, which I do think Usman is. But we'll see. I mean, Usman, we'll see what Hamzat does. We'll see. Something Finally, cool do,
0: yeah, of course. Finally, do you think Usman shoots a takedown on Hamzat? Um, I don't think he will.
1: I think he's he's going to put him against the cage. Uh, I don't know if he's going to try to rip him down too much, but I think he's going to put him against the cage so that he can threaten um, more takedowns and he can threaten more positions. But um, I don't think he just outright shoots for it. I think he has a better IQ than that.
0: Who do you think has more to lose out of those four in the co-main and main event? If they lose.
1: Um, it depends on what you consider more um I would say Usman Usman has the most to lose um because if he loses this, then he's kind of done okay it's about time to retire now, uh which it's already about time to retire he just he wants to retire on top, so if he loses this, then I think he's kind of and just all right you like he's sputtering out, sputtering out now so he gets one more win and then retires um whereas islam he got the belt worst case he loses the belt and then he can fight for a rematch Every, tons of champs lose the belt and get a rematch um hamza he's young he's got plenty of steam uh if he loses once it's more of like all right i needed that now i can work my way back he, they can market that so well um the, um, for Volk, it's between, it's tied between Volk and Usman who is losing more because Volk, and I saw it earlier, Volk made a, it was a Instagram post that I saw, Volk made a great uh, comment about how if he loses his fight, he'll probably never get a chance to fight for the 155 belt again, and he loses his legacy status, he never gets to become the GOAT. Uh, which is a great point. Um, so if you think that's worth more than Usman's end of his career, like Usman's career as a whole, then Volk is uh, has more to lose. Why do you keep knocking people
0: out? You're on a five fight knockout streak. Is this like? Is this by chance? Like, did the submissions not come up, or were you like, fuck it, I'm not going for a sub, I'm just going to put
1: them out? Um, I don't. I, I'm I'm actually really good at jiu-jitsu. That's probably what I'm... I'm, I'm the best at grappler. Um, uh, I just... the shit's fucking boring. It's not boring, but it's, it's not as cool as punching people in the face. Like, if I can hit you, I'm going to hit you. So I just... I always... I'm going to punch you because I want to do as much... That's just the way I fight. I want to do as much damage as possible. So the best way to do that is by... Putting hands through your face, putting elbows through your face, putting shins through your face, things like that. Um, so that's what I lean towards. Now I also try to mix in wrestling and grappling, where it's just instinct and it happens. Like I took a shot on Yusaku, uh, shitty shot, great timing, but terrible, terrible entry. Uh, I didn't have my hips under me, um, and but I also let it go really quickly because I don't. It's not the end of the world. I don't need to grapple. I'm just if it's there, I'm. I'd be a fool not to take it.
0: Wait, did you did you say uh, Usaka like Kinoshita? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. I took. I hit one. Like I stepped in on one shot on him, but it was a shitty entry because I, did I
0: didn't. Did he did he stuff it? it? Like I watched the fight, but I can't remember you shooting during that fight. I just thought it was all stand up.
1: No, so we um. I forget which part it was but he um, he had stepped forward um and I went under and got to his legs and his um I didn't have his hips because I didn't have my hips in my I shot with my with bad posture I had bad posture on my shot and so I couldn't really um I didn't have good control of him and I have a bad habit of not running through my shots like if I take a shitty shot and I get the legs I don't run through it like I should have ran them out of the cage um to collect the legs and get my hips under me but it's it's something that I'm working on I've been working on I was working on it during the camp too so it's dumb that I did it in the fight um, but no he didn't really stuff me um, it's just he was, uh, he was trying to stuff me but it wasn't like I took a great shot and he had great wrestling defense it's more like I took a shitty shot and realized that this was a bigger uphill fight so I'm just gonna back out and let go of this
0: bro I didn't even know that you hit him I actually didn't even know that you hit the body. I just thought you whiffed, and then when I saw him go down, I was like, "What the What the fuck hit him? Did he Did he Is he hurt? Like, like not Not did you hurt him? Like, did he fucking roll his ankle? Like, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? So when he went to the ground, he's holding his stomach. I, I was like, I was like, "What the fuck?" So, so when you when you hit his body, did you know? Like, oh, that's a good one. Like, he, he can't take that. Like, what What were you thinking during that uh, strike?
1: No, so, like, as I was hitting him, like, I was just hitting him because my coach called for it, um, and I didn't, like, feel it hit super hard because I didn't put a ton of ass into it. Like, I didn't, I kind of was just throwing it, um, and he, when he went down, like, I was shocked at first, too. Like, I remember hitting, and I was coming up for more punches, um, and I missed them because he was going down, and then I was like, oh, he's down, cover, (laughs) So a bit of a shock to me too.
0: We were talking about the judo systems. I think that is the most underrated part of MMA. The fact that people don't specialize in trips or throws. Everybody knows single leg and double leg, dude. When you When you don't do trips and throws, there is positions when you get them down on the ground that, dude, if you throw, guy lands on his head, fight over. If you trip... Uh, you're fallen into side control. You have a dominant position. Elbow to the face fights over. These are these are particular things people are not learning that that can finish the fight inside like a minute or 30 second exchange. Yeah, so
1: Islam, and- is, um, Islam is one that's really he has some great trips and he because he controls and it's always from the clinch or off the cage. He always has um, great control. Um, No, Islam is great. Like there's a lot of positions where it's like little trips. I was just watching a video today of Usman wrestling Kale Sanderson and he hit him with like a nice, uh, I don't even know really, it was happening really fast. I'm not even quite sure what happened, but he hit him like, he had like a Russian and he hit him with a little outside trip Um, and it was beautifully timed. Like, and it's just a small little step. It's very small maneuvers to just, oh, I'm going to put a block there and I'm going to trip you over it. Um, And it's super underutilized.
0: Billy, like even to validate what you're saying, out of all the fighters that have done what I'm talking about, like I'm an analyst, people people like, oh, why the fuck should we listen to you? Dude, the tape is there. There's three fighters that do what I'm saying. John Jones, GSP, Demetrius Johnson. All three of these dudes have incorporated um, that particular grappling system and then have gotten finishes off it. What are you doing in your training camps to try and replicate that so you can grow as a
1: fighter? Well, I've been um, – I'm always trying to work new things. Um, the biggest thing is um, um, I got to get better at my – like my offense on the ground. Um, I'm really good defensively, and I've got good offense. It's just I don't do it as often. I prefer not to. So I'm working that a lot. Um, Uh, I wrestle all the time and I'm always trying to work trips and throws. It's just, it's not easy. Um, it's also something that I've never like growing up. Most people should do freestyle and Greco, especially to get good at throws and trips. Um, but I, I only did it one year. So it's not something that I've had a ton of experience with, but it's something that I'm like, Oh, that makes it a lot easier, especially because when you're tripping somebody, I don't have to take a shot and get underneath you. I don't have to carry any of your weight. I don't have to use as much muscle. If I can just trip you, uh, I save all this energy and I still put you on the ground and I end up in a, it's more controlled. Now, big throws, um, those aren't as controlled, but they're cool. (laughs) Uh, um, Marco Chandler. Yeah. Um, So it's nice. It's cool. But it's not like my coach always like throws aren't. It depends on the throw. Like if you hit a little lat drop, um, if you hit something that's not a ton of energy, and it's a big burst. You just you want to avoid scrambles. You want as much control as possible. Trips are great for that because trips are small. Um, throws aren't always. Some throws are. Um, but I'm I'm always trying to work new techniques. I'm always trying to practice things that I'm learning. Like one thing that I've been working on a lot is the inside trip, just because my coach is really good at it, um, and it's not something that I've done a lot of. So I've um, been working it more and more. Have you looked at Henry Cejudo's one? Henry Cejudo's Inside Trip?
0: Yes. No, I have not. That's, that's one that you should look at. The sequel with Demetrius Johnson, he won, I would say, he won a whole round of getting an Inside Trip on Demetrius, and it was, um, it was, it was beautiful. He did it on Aljamain Sterling, if you recall.
1: No, I didn't watch the Sterling fight. Okay, um, I don't watch fights too often. Why don't you fight or watch fights? Um, I just I always prefer to play the sport instead of watch it. But the problem with that
0: is that I feel like if you watch the best of the best, then you can say, "All right, that's my competition. Let me try and get even better than them." Let's say you look at flyweight or bantamweight, your welterweight, right? Wouldn't it give you a Wouldn't it give you a strategical edge to replicate what their fight style is, and then use it up against lower fight IQ fighters because they're in a heavier division?
1: Absolutely, and that's why I'm trying to make myself watch more. But it's hard to. <laughs> I try to study. I try not to, like, I just, I don't care to watch. I watch fights, I do. Out of all the sport. like, I don't watch any other sport, really. But out of sports, like, I watch fighting. I just rarely do. Um, but I do try to, every once in a while, I try to make it a habit of studying a little more. It's just not easy when you're busy as shit. You don't watch
0: fights, and you say you don't watch any other sports. But what about baseball? Nah,
1: fuck that shit. It's so boring. I love playing baseball. I love playing baseball. Baseball's fun to play, but sitting and watching baseball, I could care less.
0: Couldn't care. See, less. see, I did my research on you. I looked at your Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I found the photos of you in uh, the baseball attire. What? Tell me, tell me about that. What? What was that?
1: It was actually the first sport I started with. Um, I started with t ball, um, and then I played what, up. Why do you the- bring a bat into the cage? Um only if I'm fighting John Jones. Exactly, yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Um no, nah, I um I played up until I was in eighth grade and then I was just bored of it and I was like, fuck this shit. What do you think's harder, Greco or Freestyle? And why? Like physically harder or technically harder?
0: Should go for both. Break it down, we've got time.
1: Physically harder, I would, um, I would say, um, Greco, just because you're 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 forced to use more throws, which require more energy, which require better grips, more, more squeezes, um, uh, whereas freestyle you can resort to shots and slick stuff um, that don't require as much energy. Technique wise, uh, freestyle just because of how much technique there is, whereas Greco is more limited but I'm also not the best person. Like I'm not an expert in either. <laughs> um, what if, what if you, what if you started in the one
0: that takes more technique and then you entered into wrestling comps with the one that doesn't require as much fight IQ or wrestling IQ. And then you still learnt the, um, the, you know, the grips, the squeezes, the strength component of the, of the, of the, I would say the less technical uh, wrestling, and then you applied your, your other techniques. Do you, do you think that would work?
1: Uh, it depend on the person on how well they can adapt on the fly. Cause if you never train Greco, Greco, then you're not going to be used to not using your legs and you'll get like a bunch of points taken off of that. Because um, you're not allowed to use your legs to trip at all. You can't grab their legs. You can't trip over your legs. Um, so it's it, it, that would be a hard adjustment to make for somebody who's never done it. Uh, but if they're smart enough and they can understand the rule change and how to adapt on the foot, and they're like intuitive, then they'll do well. But you won't if you don't train Greco. You're not going to do well in Greco.
0: See, I I bring, I bring I bring this up, right? because I'm non-expert when it comes to this particular part of MMA but I do have to I do have to say that one fighter that kind of used his wrestling and then entered another sport to kind of Amplify is wrestling really well. There's one fighter that's doing it, and I actually can't believe the the UFC is so difficult and so weird that it was actually an unranked fighter that is showing these techniques at a higher level than the ranked guys, and that's Bo Nickel. So I really like the fact that, oh yeah, I can see your facial expression. I'm going to go on with what I was saying. So, Bo Nickel, he's got his wrestling game. He's got his grappling game. He's got um, he's got the jujitsu off the wrestling. He'll go for a fucking shot, and then he'll throw up a triangle, dude. That is another level of grappling. You don't see people like Jack Hermanson, Roman Dolidze, uh, Marvin Vittori, this quote-unquote grappler-based fighters doing what Bo Nickel's doing right now. And dude, I'm highly impressed with what he's doing. How do you
1: feel about it? Well, I mean he's – Bo Nickel didn't have to join MMA to be a better grappler than uh, Marvin Rittori because Bo Nickel, his – like jiu-jitsu and wrestling. um, Then you can throw in judo if you want to but those are kind of like little pieces of both. I Um, love judo. It's sick. Um, Very useful. The – but – uh, Vittori doesn't really use his wrestling that like well. Um he, Why'd you get
0: angry when I when I said not angry wrong word. Why'd you why'd you freak out when I said bow nickel?
1: Like what what's what's wrong? Do you think he's overrated? I sort of, sort of. I think he's very good and he's gonna be great. I think he's going to excel very well. I think he's overrated. Like peop I think the sense of people saying that he can fight the like for the title now is overrated his striking's not good enough he doesn't have good enough striking to hang with everybody else uh, like if you were to fight izzy he he wouldn't get a great takedown on izzy because izzy's gonna outstrike him and he's not gonna be able to use his strike and he's gonna be able to keep him away with just a jab um, i think i think if israel throws a like a leg kick how he does right
0: a lot of people are able to either get a well that's not true so i retract track that statement I but think he's think...
1: got a great fight IQ so he wouldn't do that if he has a, if he make if he understands that like hey this kid's gonna go for a takedown at all costs and you got to keep him away because he's a great grappler if Bo could get him down he would do very well um, but but, but Israel Israel ha-
0: Israel hangs around he does this with every fight. doesn't matter if it's a grappler or a striker he hangs around on the cage cut the cage off shoot the double leg put him up against the fence, Israel has his underhooks, whatever the fuck, get into a clinch situation and then you throw him because because Israel will do well when you when he has the underhooks on and you're trying to get a double leg off when he's on top of the cage, right? If you're in that position yeah. knowing at that at level of grappling, if you know that he's going to try and underhook then you body lock, and bro, Bo Nickel and Israel in that position, dude, in a clinch position, in a body lock or a double under, dude, it's not happening. Bo Nickel's getting him on the ground, and then you know who has the better jiu-jitsu.
1: Well, Bo Nickel doesn't have – I don't think he has great jiu-jitsu. Uh, well, he's why good does jiu- he keep subbing these guys? It's, well, because he, he's – first of all, most of the guys he fights don't have good grappling. Um, he hasn't fought a great grappler. Um, well
0: doesn't jamie pickett have uh like good wrestling like doesn't he have wrestling
1: achievements not that i'm aware of but even if he does watching him he doesn't have good grap. like if i were to he might have good like he might have accolades in wrestling but if i don't if i were to watch him i wouldn't say he does my guess would be that he doesn't um because he if he did he wouldn't be so scared of like he wouldn't be so scared of Bo Nichols' takedowns. Like that's like the um, – was it Jamie that – was it Pickett that he last fought? No, he fought Val Woodburn in the 38-second fight. Yeah, yeah, that that guy, the one that he fought, which was a short notice. But the thing is like you – he every time he even just faked a little level change, the dude is freaking out and it's setting up huge hooks for him um, that were shitty hooks. But it's this guy's so scared of the takedown, it's ridiculous. And, like, I don't know. The part of how I feel about Bo is also because I'd like to fight Bo Nickel. Um, the, but you're a multiway, um, bro. Yeah, but I fought at 85. I fought bigger guys than Bo.
0: See, this is where I fuck up because I didn't go on your topology to see if you fought 85.
1: I fought for um short notice uh, uh, fight at 185 against a guy named Justin Sumter who's a fucking giant. He's a big-ass dude. He's jacked out of his mind. Um, But that was also used to my advantage because he cut a lot of weight and zapped his cardio. Um, um, But, um, no, Bo's good. But Bo's not at anywhere near championship level yet because he doesn't have the striking to go with the wrestling and the grappling. Um, he's obviously great with grappling, but the, another thing too, that people don't understand is like, everybody says like, Oh, here's a great wrestler coming into MMA. Um, so he's going to be a great fighter. It's like, that's not how it works. If MMA, if wrestling directly translated to MMA, then Daniel Cormier wouldn't have gotten taken down by John Jones. Daniel Cormier would have beaten the shit out of John Jones every single time. I don't
0: know know about that exactly. Like, I understand what you're saying about that. Like, there's a different, there's a better, I would say there's a better case study for what you're trying to say because um, if you're talking about purely wrestling i think john jones in his prime as you know he didn't get the opportunity to start wrestling and go to the olympics like daniel because he had a child early and he had to leave wrestling and and you know what I mean. john, john had to leave the sport but if john purely grappled and purely did wrestling he, he could smoke daniel cormier and i'm i'm sure of that when because Dude, he was dominating wrestling comps uh, like at the same level, and then he just didn't get his opportunity to get to the next level, which was the Olympics and all the rest.
1: Yeah, but he—why did he not get his level? Because he had the kid. Um, yeah, he had to. Dude,
0: he had to leave, and he like worked like a million jobs. He didn't have any money, bro.
1: Fair, um, but there's also guys who like if you're, I yeah, but also the thing is is like. Let me use another example.
0: Um, How about this? Henry- it would Leon Edwards and Usman Leon wouldn't have taken Kamaru down if they had a wrestling match?
1: Yeah, and Henry He's Cejudo, like- or Demetrius J- Johnson. That's even better. Henry Cejudo is the highest level of wrestler that you could ever come across. Gold. And yes. Demetrius Johnson took him. Aljamain Sterling took him down. Like, and another thing too is like you could say uh, Daniel John Jones would have made it as far as Daniel Kamara did. But you, you don't know like Daniel John Jones has amazing talent, but does he have the work work ethic to get as far in wrestling as he did in MMA? Does he have the mindset? No, because he doesn't make the right choices. He didn't. He's clearly made poor choices throughout his career. Better choices now, um, but it takes so much discipline and consistency to get to the Olympic level. Um, that for DC to do what he did is unremarkable. Um, so it's hard to say, like, oh, he would have done it had he had better opportunities. It's just not really – it's not a fair argument. Uh, but this this Demetrius Johnson, Henry Cejudo, um, Usman and Leon, same thing. Um, if at wrestling directly translated to MMA, the wrestlers would completely dominate and never have any issues because of how great their wrestling is. But you have striking. You have jiu-jitsu. You have elbows, you have, um, the cage, like most people don't understand, don't value the cage as much as they should. Like you saying, like earlier when you said, Izzy puts himself on the cage all the time. That's a great way to stop takedowns. Like using the cage to stop takedowns is a great way to stop takedowns. And it's also a great way. Like I'm going to get right here. And as soon as you come in, it's easier to circle off, um, and I don't think Bo Nickel has. He probably he's got great coaches, so he's probably already working these things. So he's on his way to understanding all of this, and on his way to getting towards championship level. But you can't just jump into the sport and complete kaput- and understand how to use the cage right away. You can't jump in and understand how to avoid elbows and how to avoid knees. Um, and like I, I, if I fought Bo Nickel, I wouldn't mind starting on my back. I'll lay down. Here, come on down. You can have it.
0: That's a really interesting thing to say. I think a very underrated attribute of fighters is the intelligence. And that's where we keep on bringing up DJ, highly intelligent individual. I consider Bone Nickel um, a very intelligent person, not a fighter. And because of that, he would be doing the right things to improve with the right information. And if he didn't have that information, he's intelligent enough to seek other people that could help him. So I think that... In those positions, he will grow to um, get better in in that grappling system from the you know the chain wrestling part of it. So, uh, do do you want to add anything more? Because I've got some more questions about uh, your career now.
1: Yeah, go for it. No, I I agree with what you just said for sure. He's 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 on his way up, absolutely. Uh, but shoot with what you got.
0: How did you feel winning your debut? I saw you jumping around in the cage. And was Singapore a free holiday for you?
1: Um, g- g- sort of. I mean, I got in trouble at work because I didn't have time to take off. But that is what it is. Uh, I didn't get in too much trouble, <laughs> thankfully. Um, what, did
0: they just say, all right, go go win your UFC fight? And when they saw you knock them out, they were like, all right, well time well served, time well spent?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they were just, it's it's just union things. I mean, if you don't have time to take off, you get, it's like, hey, it's like an unexcused absence. Um, The, um, but, uh, unless it's like a medical thing, Um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome being out there. Um, It was, I only got really like a day of true vacation because it was post fight, Um, like pre fight. All I'm really thinking about is the fight a lot um, and I'm focusing on doing like making sure I'm stretching when I need to warming up and working out eating drinking when I need to um so it's less of a vacation and more of like work um but not like grueling work it's enjoyable work um but it was freaking awesome <laughs> it was a great experience uh Singapore is awesome I love being there I would go again um just the flying sucks Then um, And everything, like, everything just in the cage, everything just kind of came together the best it could.
0: I'm going to say how it is. U.S., the U.S. and the people from America are straight bitch for that. On a real note, I'm going to put it out there. Um, Bro, I'm Australian. When I need to fly anywhere to go to Europe, bro, it's a two-day trip, bro two-day, 14 hours to Abu Dhabi, and then four hours all uh, all fucking stopovers to um, fucking Europe, and then straight after, there was a seven-hour stopover from, let's say, Athens, right? And then it took another two hours to get to where I need to get to. Bro, bro, the people from the US are complaining about a one-way ticket to another country that... How long was the flight? Tell me how long the flight was to Singapore.
1: So two stops it was uh seven hours and then uh or no it was six and then like six and a half and then sixteen and a half
0: okay all right well then 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 that's all right hours that's yeah,
1: all that right flying, you know i don't you know, mind uh, an eight hour like i don't mind flying to vegas that's like six hours or so um that's not bad like especially now now that i've done 23 six hours is like ah whatever that's cool it's the afternoon do, do you stretch on the plane uh, this time I did, I got up and like walked around, hit some squats, did a little bit of stretching. Um, especially cause I had to pee a lot cause I was drinking a bunch of water. Um, the, but like I always try to, I always try to time it to where I can sleep as much as possible. So like, I like leaving at night. Um, so like if I were to fly to Vegas uh, six, seven hours, I would just sleep the whole time. But when you're flying longer, you gotta get up and move around or you're gonna feel shitty.